0: everybody. Welcome back to Caverns and Comedians. This is Lee. We're coming up on the end of this campaign, so savor every last minute. Um, myself, I'm in a duo called The Bloody Marys, and we have a new podcast coming out. Um, you can find it on our website, thebloodymarys.com. They'll be out monthly. It sounds delicious. What's it about? Periods. Oh, I take that back. It's ah. fictional. <laughs> oh, okay. So
1: a thing of folklore. Oh, yeah. Sounds good to me. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, please remember to follow us at, at Caverns Pod on Twitter. Our website is cavernsandcomedians.com. And then please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because that helps us become famous. Bye.
2: Welcome to Caverns and Comedians. Dungeons and Dragons powered storytelling with Toronto Comedians. Last time, our party recruited three dragons to their cause. Now, the dragons want to hear their plan.
3: You are outside the cavern that leads to the dragon summer camp. Gillicent, Bibby, and Fwayne have returned to their majestic dragon forms. They are waiting to take you back to the city to finally put an end to the cycle of death and destruction that has plagued it for eons. And they're waiting to hear your plan.
1: Well, I mean, we're we're kind of just going to... We gonna We're gonna going go back to the city. with step one. Yes. Well, sure. clearly
4: we've been planning this for a very long a very time. very long time. Um.
1: Technically thousands of years.
4: Yes, we've made charts and
0: diagrams.
1: And I'm 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 just putting the finishing touches. Gotta get those charts printed so they're very presentable. Yeah. For you guys you.
0: haven't done anything, have you?
1: Um. Okay. So our plan is basically go to the city, stop the bad guy. That's the
4: plan. That's, Step one: uh, go to the city. Step two: stop the bad guy. That's, yes. Uh, yes.
3: Yes. At this point, Gillicent in her giant ancient copper dragon form sort of leans down to you, and so you guys are. Um, what kind of what kind of what kind of things are you fighting here? Uh, what kind of what kind of giant monster is there?
1: There's, there's probably going to be some gnolls again. Ah, gnolls. Good, good, good chance on gnolls. Probably
4: yes. Some demons.
1: Oh, and the the giant death robot or. or uh, as the one guy called it, a battle-ready homunculus.
4: Yes, and we can't underestimate the uh, the spiders that are beneath the city, just oh, in case.
1: Yeah, no, spiders come and go as they please. And uh, at least one demon god.
4: And there's a lot of humans.
1: Yeah, but that could go either way.
4: Not in my experience.
3: All right, uh, let's just start at the top then. Uh, demon god.
1: Oh, yes. You know who. Hmm? No, tell me. Yes, who? Oh, no, this is a bad pun. His name is you know who. You know who. Yeah.
4: Oh. Oh. Never heard of him. Oh. oh
3: wait,
4: yes. you've signed on. You can't back out now. Um you promised. Oh Your God said you would. What? Remember your god, the the platinum guy who showed yeah. up at the uh the event?
1: Yeah, he All said right. you'd help us. He's yes. a god, you can't not go with your god. Okay. No take
4: backs.
3: Right. Your plan is just us to fight him?
1: Oh no, we'll help for sure.
3: You'll help against you know who. Yes, we'll try.
1: We're great distractions. We're I'm very distracting.
0: Really good at killing. Oh, she is. I'm very proud. I'm not even boasting. Thanks. <laughs> it's kind I, of my thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure there are plenty of things that you're good at killing. Knolls, knolls are fine. Knolls are easy to kill. Um, I'm just going to to demonstrate something to you. Uh,
1: to
0: sort oh, of sounds like school.
3: Well, it, perhaps. Um, say, uh, Hank, could you just stand up for a moment?
4: Oh, yeah, no, sure. Oh, are you uh, going to breath weapon Hank?
3: She does not even use her breath weapon, just her breath, and pushes Hank over with the mighty gust of her lungs.
0: <laughs> I
3: enjoyed that. Yeah, there are kind of like tears to things. Like, um, there's. there's yes, well, of, he's crying a yeah, bit, do but it I again. mean.
4: I don't think it's that bad. Not yeah, that, that many
1: tears. It, didn't hurt, it, it mostly hurt my feelings that you chose me. There's so many people you could have pushed over. You could have just said, you can push us over.
4: Well, pushing over an old man is hardly a nice thing to do.
3: Fwain sort of sidles up to you, and by sidling up, he's gigantic, larger than a house, and sort of leans down then you. You got, you just got pushed over.
4: You gonna, you're gonna cry now, little boy?
1: I mean, only a little bit. If you're gonna be my dragon friend, you wanna push someone else over so I don't feel left out?
4: I don't know why, but I feel strange when other people pick on Hank.
0: Yeah, he's ours. Back <laughs> off.
4: Oh,
1: get your
0: own hank. Feisty. Ugh, ugh, I hate this one. Can we leave this one behind?
1: Then, then someone would have to share a dragon with me.
0: Never mind.
4: I, I don't know if I like the way that silver one's looking at me. Bibby is
3: not blinking, just sort of swaying back and forth and looking at Fook. He's so small. Does he change? Is he? He's a dragon. What does he change into? What dragon are you? I don't know. The gray dragons are there.
4: Um, I, I change into a, an older person with every passing second.
3: Oh, that's, that's deep. That's real deep.
0: He's mostly just changing out of stuff. Clothing, that is.
4: Not as often as I should.
3: You know, once I changed into a chair.
1: So the plan is go to the silly. It had arms on it. Uh, stop the bad guy. Oh, I added these new steps. Best Uh, light eyes. Ensure my family is saved, become heroes. Well, that's optional. No, those are very important, step threes and step fours.
4: Well, I'm already a hero. We'll all be heroes equally. Equally? After this.
0: I don't want to be a hero.
4: I mean, I've been on this quest longer than the two of you, according to my shield.
1: Okay, well, I'll take her heroness, and then I'll be a double hero, and then you'll just be the... Well then you'll be a double hero because this the old hero plus this new hero. Then Can we just go hero. kill some stuff? Yeah, let's go kill some stuff. Yes, you, I'm going
4: to need a saddle for my dog.
3: I can't turn into a saddle.
1: I could turn into a saddle.
3: Whoa. Maybe you could just sort of hold on to your dog.
4: But shouldn't I be holding on to you? Oh, um. Got rope? Guys got any rope? Oh, yes, I could just hold on to his leash.
3: Wait, you're just gonna—he's just gonna be flopping behind you. He he's on celestial.
4: To Honestly,
1: at some point, Fook will probably forget what he's doing. So maybe we just tie him up all together, and you just carry him as a bundle with the dog. Just hold still, Fook. I'm gonna wrap you up. Hank approaches Fook, wrapping him up in his extra rope.
4: Who I'm flashing back to the womb?
1: But
3: whose? Which uh, which human city are we going to? Yeah,
4: yeah. I haven't been to
3: a human city in so long.
4: A tudo.
1: To.
3: Doh. It's tu- over to
4: the left and then Doh. on in that direction a bit. Doh. Is that near Is that near
3: Is that near Kingshill?
1: it's,
4: it's no, it's not too far. I mean, well, I know- do you see that long line of smoke over there? Yeah. It's
1: the one it's the one that's probably still smoldering.
3: Oh, that the smoke stack. Oh, that's been that has been going for like a year now. Um wait, what year What year is it? I Well, in dragon years, it's three. Ooh.
4: We like to reset a lot. Just a moment. I'm doing conversions in my head. Carry the mule. Um, yes. Oh, we've been gone like a year.
1: Oh, no. I didn't think. I figured with time travel, we just came back the same time we left. Did you ask
4: to
3: come back the same time you left?
1: I asked to come back in a different place as well, and I ended up. At a brewery, so I didn't really think they would mean all that specific. So much could have changed on your family. Should all be dead. No, they're not dead. They probably are. They've probably grown up a lot, though. They've Probably taken after the old man. They're all working in sewers, doing wizarding.
4: Well, in any case, that's the direction we're going. Well, uh, all right.
3: Uh, I haven't... We don't really get much human news around here, but we do see things in the distance very well. And all we see in that distance is smoke.
4: Well, then let's look at it up close by going there.
3: So you guys each saddle up, and by saddle up I mean ride without a saddle, on the back of your gigantic dragon steeds. You fly to the west, and you come out of the mountains. It's the same trails along which you had your car chases. Uh, This is very open country, and there's just in the distance, just a speck in the distance to you guys is the... The smoke that is a sing almost a single plume of the spot where you believe Tudo to be, and as it gets slightly closer and closer, you see that the the farmland that should be the hinterland of Tudo is mostly empty. You don't see peasants in the field threshing and sowing the villages that you do pass are desolate. Not so much that they're destroyed, more abandoned. You can see that people have been looting them, but what peasants have to loot?
1: Well, it
4: looks like we failed that quest. Who wants a drink?
1: No, I mean, this could just be poor governance, right? The Empire was never that good at running things anyway, you know. There's a little bit of upheaval.
4: Well, it looks pretty absolute to me.
1: I mean, and else, you know, the, it's the country folk. They, they, Sometimes they just, you know, do their own thing.
4: Hank, giving up is not a failure. It's just avoiding admitting it's Look, a failure. I'm not giving
1: up on finding my family. They're going to be in that city still. we got a house. I'm not giving up my house. I'm not giving up my family. Were you insured? Well, no, I didn't have insurance. I just... I well, that just, that wasn't seems wise. very irresponsible. No, I did a little maintenance. on the a family myself. to take I my care of, I, mean. I mean.
0: even I know that, and I was raised in the world.
1: Could, I couldn't afford insurance because I was working a nine-to-five When my job. family
4: died, I made a lot of money. Is that... Okay. Is that, is that good... Well, it helped me out, I imagine, for a little while. In my whole quest to save them, when I got to see them die, all those extra number of times, I was well-funded.
1: I would really prefer to have my family to the
4: money. Oh, well, we all would have, but it's still convenient afterwards. I mean, if I don't have my family, that's kind of like the whole point of what I'm doing. I mean, burying your family, like, 17 times is expensive. Yeah, you, you probably... Although I did collect 17 times, so that also helped.
0: If we help you find your family, will you buy us a round of beers?
4: Oh
1: yeah, no, I'll buy all the beers. I'll buy every beers I can. I'll sell my house for beers, and then we can all have a drink if we can find my family. Jackpot.
3: You come to ground so the dragons can take a quick break. Not that they're tired, just they like to take breaks.
4: You know, I've never really thought about it, but when dragons pee, they really pee.
1: I mean, that's how you got the Yellow River. Thank God they land first. Oh, yeah, no, the distances. Maybe that's what happens when it rains, is just dragons.
0: Ugh. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. Flayne, is all rain just dragons peeing from the sky?
3: You see his head pop up from behind the barn that he's peeing. He's like, sometimes, buddy, sometimes. Oh. There, if you were to inspect it, there would be tremendous structural damage to this barn. But it appears abandoned. It's one of the... Small hamlets. Uh, There are the finger signs that give directions and distances to uh, places of interest. And on the one that points towards Tudor, it's scratched out over and painted nowhere.
4: Or does it say now here?
1: Look, let's not trust graffiti with our news, you know? Graffiti is not where you get your news. Just whenever you see a graffiti sign that says so-and-so was here... Maybe it was somewhere else. Well, they
0: were probably there, though.
1: But maybe it wasn't the friend put it there just as framing to frame them, so that the cops will go get them and they can do even more graffiti without anyone chasing I them.
4: I mean, it's not like we don't have other quests we could focus on.
1: This is the main one: uh, saving the family, stopping the demon.
4: Well, it's the main one for you.
1: Saving the city. You already lost your family, okay? You you've messed up your thing. Yes,
4: but my my evil sorceress is still out there.
1: Uh, you know what? Maybe she's involved let's look into Ooh. the city first it's so close all right
0: i mean i can't believe i'm gonna be the one who says it but this is really freaky ominous not that i'm scared because i literally do not have that feeling but i mean it
1: would be understandable if you were like oh no i lost the city that was here once
4: will i lose it again but that would just in- wait that's here well, also, we should look into that fact that you have no fear, because uh, psychologically, that's kind of an important part.
0: Meh. Not for my job.
1: But I think this, this fear that you may lose another Eberique in the city of Tudo should just spurn you forward to be even more protective of Tudo.
0: This is Eberique?
1: Basically.
4: 2.0.
0: Whoa. Whoa. All
3: right, let's get
4: moving. They seem to have dried up their bladders.
3: They put you back on their backs and you fly away. As you get closer to the, the, the outskirts of Tudor, there, there are now farms that are seemingly being used. But instead of the farmhouses, they seem to have been pulled down and blockhouses have been rebuilt using their rubble. It looks more like a barracks house around these farms that you see, and the crops in them do not look particularly healthy.
4: You Bam Bam, take us down to that farm, please. He doesn't respond
3: because he doesn't know who you're talking to.
4: Uh, Bifthur, um, a bomb b- bis, um, oh, the dragons, let's go down and talk to the people. Fook raps on his scales with his metal gauntlet. You there. The, oh, you're talking to me? Yes, let's go down. Oh, okay.
3: Whoa, oh, all right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, what happened? Oh, and they descend down. You would expect to see some of the towers in the distance, but in the direction of Tudo, there is even more smoke. It's The single plume is obviously coming from many points within the city, and it becomes a single plume in the air above it. The farm that you're on now does not look particularly prosperous obviously the smoke in the air is having an effect on it and it feels drained of life the the wheat does not look a nice golden color and you see a barn with a giant chain on the door there are a few peasants out in the fields sort of threshing at the wheat they look weak and sickly and around the edges of the field you see several city guards
1: Hank waves to everyone. We are here to save you. We need some information.
3: The highest ranking looking guard comes up to, whoa, whoa, what is, the, what is all of this? What is all of this going on here? Dragons? Dragons? Are they beasts of burden? Are these?
4: Hello, my name's Fook Wimbles. I- I'm a hero of this realm or another similar one and uh, a hero of such and such and what, whatsoever. And hello.
3: I was not given any notice that there would be tractors brought in. This is
1: not practice. This is us secretly coming to save your city from all of the
4: troubles. Yes, we've been working on it for quite some time, and we're finally getting around to it. This sounds suspiciously
3: like seditious talk.
4: This man has no chill. Also, what does seditious mean?
3: Seditious. Anti-city talk. Traitorous talk. By martial law order 17, we must confiscate your beasts.
1: Wait, um... Who runs the city at the moment? I want to see him try... You want you want to take the dragons away?
3: Yes, give me the reins.
1: Oh, okay. Hey, hey Flain, he wants your reins. Hank hands over the the reins that he was using to control the dragon a little bit.
3: Uh, as soon as the the guard walks up to him, he's just obliterated in a in a. There's not even a word spoken. He is obliterated in acid. He's melted down immediately, and you just hear Fwayne,
4: <coughs> Holy shit. cough.
1: Would anyone else like to try to confiscate our dragons, or would someone like to inform us of the current state of affairs?
4: Well, that one went to murder a little faster than I expected. Even for me.
1: Yeah, I thought he was just (laughs) going to knock him over or something, like he did with me.
3: I I thought thought I'm the muscle.
1: Yeah, no, I I just, I didn't think you were going to use lethal force. I I
3: thought that would be an intimidation. I thought we're fighting these
1: people? Oh, no, no. Somebody
3: give me the rules of engagement. We
1: were just trying to scare them. Was what the plan was. Yeah,
3: they're scared. Look, the rest of them are running.
1: Oh, I'm not, I'm not arguing. You were very effective. But yeah. We yes, success. but they seem to be running towards other people to get them to help.
4: We'll maybe tone it down
1: from now on just a little bit. But again, anyone anyone want to give us information and not to get uh, melted?
3: You see one of the, the, the guards have run away, but you see one of the peasants sort of poke their head up from the, the wheat and then go right back down.
4: Oh, yes. Uh, hello, you in the back? Please don't kill us. No, not intending to. We just want some information. I'm a hero.
3: No, you're
5: not.
4: Well, I am. It's just uh, that guy isn't and that dragon isn't. I'm working on becoming a hero by saving the city of Tudor. Why would you save such an awful place? Well, by turning it into not an awful place.
1: Yeah. It was pretty nice a year ago. Well, it was all right. Well, depending on the part. It was a work in progress.
5: They turned us all into slaves. They took our land. They killed my family.
4: Well and they would be the city. No, no, the well, council. Okay, who's on the council?
5: Well there's Fort And
0: Crytef and what? Frank. His name is Fort.
4: Oh, I thought he said Fort.
0: Yeah, Fart or Fort. Well it's a family name.
4: Fort Fort oh, With. An yeah, e on no, the he, end. he
1: was the mayor. We actually met we met him once.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, so it's the same government that we we were used to. It's not like the demons have already taken over.
5: After the orc massacre, they they declared martial law for the protection of everyone.
4: All right. So, are we trying to get rid of the council, or what?
5: Well, they just sort of they sort of pulled everybody in that they could, and they closed off the city, it said it was for everybody's safety, but they. They made all of us slaves and work in the fields for their food.
1: I mean, it was the council that was raising the monster.
4: But it doesn't look like they did. Maybe that's why they kicked everyone else. It's like the ritual had to be bigger. But what do they need the monster for if they already have the city? Oh. Wasn't it the monster being raised to defeat the demon if it ever came up?
1: No, the oh, the city was the ones raising the demon. And then Conley was the guy raising the robot.
4: Oh, so we need to find Kony to get the robot finished so that it can defeat the monster that the city's going to raise for what reason?
1: Evil. It was evil reasons.
4: Well, I'm not sure of our motivation here.
1: Well, how about the motivation of... Wait, did you say everybody was kicked out of the city? Are there any civilians still in the city?
5: Well, yes, it's just ever... all us farmers were kicked off of our land and... They won't let anybody else leave. Right, they need them like, to work. But, but like, you're on
4: land and you're farming now, right?
5: Well, I don't own this land. I'm not free to leave it.
4: But, I mean, there was already economic...
5: I don't get to forces, eat the that fruits sort of, of my labors. Them. This is not the production
4: means by which my class is favored. All right, so communism... Yeah, but again, there
1: were already economic forces that No, this is chattel slavery! Yeah, there was, there was economic forces already you. I'm sorry, I didn't take that course. You. you were already essentially in this position before.
0: Well, I was a freeholder! Yeah, you're, you're being real blasé about there this There may have thing. been a lack of upward
5: social mobility, but at least I had agency!
1: Look, man, I'm a working class guy like anybody else, and I understood that you got stuck in the job that you get, and there's not really much you can do about it. Your choices are limited. It's really just slavery with extra steps, even when
4: you're just one rung up. All right, so our our quest used to be about demons and uh, giant monsters, and now we're just trying to free slaves. What well, I don't giant, want to say just. Wait, what, I mean that's still a new
5: monster coming to
4: this. Well, there's the giant monster going to come into this. Yes, you're probably better out here instead of write it down in the city.
5: Well, I have heard of a number of mon- there's rumors. Tell us. Right, yes. People have seen gnolls in the area.
0: No yeah. problem. No problem. <laughs> I'll be here all week.
1: I hope not. Okay, but anything bigger than gnolls, like a big monster or like a summoning circle or a bunch of evil-looking wizards? W-
4: well, remember the gnolls did summon a demon thing according to this postscript at the bottom of the shield.
1: Yeah, no, but like they were they were the ones doing like the the, the attacking, but then there was the evil wizards at the, in, the, in the back.
5: My concerns are very much day-to-day, moment-to-moment. I don't really know any of this big-picture stuff.
1: Do you know anyone who would?
5: No, I, I have to really emphasize this point. My position in the social hierarchy is very much subordinate, although I am surprisingly highly educated.
1: You've been very helpful to us. We're not going to melt you.
4: What? Of course we're Wait, not going to melt them. that was on them. the table? <laughs> no, it was not on the table. Well,
0: the threat was.
4: We, we No, we were threatening the guards. We weren't threatening the
0: workers. Uh, Hank, your compass is like way the frig off right now. I'm just now.
1: really anxious. When I want to get it, to the city real bad, and I just really want some good information.
0: You're sweating in your eyes. You just like won't stay Are you stay sure you're still? not a tiefling?
1: I'm not a tiefling. Hank feels his head. No horns, not a tiefling. Double checked.
4: All right, so where do we go to next? Are we just going to go into the city? If we do, I recommend we walk instead of ride on our giant dragons. Wait, is this guy saying you leave the dragons behind? No, we'll take them with them and with us in human form.
1: Oh, no, yeah, I guess they can shrink down again. Dragons are surprisingly portable. Gillicent, uh,
3: pipes in. Just so you know, I'm not portable. I I, I have my own mode of power here. I I, I would like everybody to know that. that Well, yes,
4: I don't intend to carry you.
3: So, your new plan is to not use us as dragons, but
4: to have us as people? Well, we'll turn you into dragons when the situation is You'll appropriate. You'll turn us into dragons? We'll ask you to turn into dragons when the situation is relevant. You're members of the team now.
3: So, yeah, we're, we are members of a team.
0: Yeah, congratulations.
3: We're all friends. Oh, well-, well, no,
0: friends for sure.
4: All right. yes.
3: Okay, I'll do it. Is there anything I- Is there like a team uniform I should be wearing? Well, we try to just blend in as best we can. So I should look like that peasant person there, and Jillison returns back to her uh, blonde human form, but just dressed in rags and very dirty.
0: You're so dirty.
4: Uh, uh, uh. Well, try not to be so breathtakingly beautiful when you do it, but still.
3: Fwain also morphs back into a human. Uh, his version of. Sort of ripped clothes is like he's wearing a muscle shirt so that it shows off his huge biceps. And he has, he's wearing a crop top. Like he's got, he's got his abs showing and ripped de- denim jeans.
4: Yes. Well, we need to teach you where ripped denim jeans should be ripped because that's kind of inappropriate. Uh, and baby, he just, he's just wearing t shirt and shorts, cargo shorts. Now that's just cool.
1: Okay. So we approach the city like we're just people trying to get back in the city. And then we ask around in there, and then we'll know what's going on.
4: I think that's the plan.
1: Cool. Heading west along
4: the roads, there
3: are a number of patrols though on the roads. the The city guard is very interested in controlling people on the outside of the city. So as you come along one road, it's about dusk, and you see you see a wagon up in the distance heading towards you.
4: I'll handle this.
3: They come along. They sort of push you off the road. It's a... You have to get out of the way of the wagon, which abruptly stops in front of you. The gruff leader says, What are you doing out after curfew? Oh, uh,
4: we're just going into to uh, turn in this chit. And he holds up a chit for window washing.
3: He looks at it. One, this is incredibly out of date.
4: It took us a while.
3: Two, this location is within city limits and you are well out of the limits of the city. We got lost. Three... Martial law ordinance number two states that all heroes registered or otherwise must be killed on site.
4: Yes, well, Marshall had an exception for us. He was a nice guy. They are now going to
3: pull out their swords. So the guards are drawing their swords. They're all standing on top of this wagon. There are two large horses in front of them. And they are moving to apprehend and eliminate you. The first guard is going to uh, swing his big sword at Fook, who is holding and talking to him. So he's right in his face. Because he's up so high, he can't quite reach down. But he's definitely sending you a message. And the sword cuts the air over your head harmlessly. Guards in the back of the wagon are now going to throw spears at you. The four spears fly through the air. Uh, Three of them are thrown at Bibby, Gillicent, and Fwain, and they just sort of sail past them. It, they, they seem to move like no human you've ever seen move. They are graceful and quick and lithe. All things Hank is not. And one gets him right in the shoulder.
1: Ah, I thought you said you were going to talk us out of this. Fook, you failed me. Well, I'm still working on it. It's going poorly.
3: And they have all jumped out of the wagon on either side, and they're moving towards you and getting in real close.
1: This has all gone wrong. I say we're bugging out. Hank throws his hand downward and casts Fog Cloud, creating a large cloud of obstructing fog all around them to obscure their escape as he runs at a perpendicular angle just trying to get out of there.
0: Snaky knocks some arrows and shoots into the fog cloud blindly. Ah! Oh, uh, duck!
3: (laughs) She scores a direct hit on the side of the wagon. Uh, I never miss. Bibby is really confused now by the fog. When he's confused, he likes to go to his happy place, and his happy place is being a dragon. Everybody's going to have to jump out of the way of this rapidly expanding creature. Two of the guards are just squashed under his feet. Uh, He doesn't even barely feels them. And he is going to just sort of lash out in confusion and fear because he's... For a dragon who spent a bunch of time underground, in his dragon form, he is oddly claustrophobic. And the fog all around him makes him think he's trapped. So he's gonna... He swings his tail. The tail... Swings through the fog. You can sort of see for a second as it cuts through. Just enough to see the tail connecting squarely with the face of one of the guards. It goes over Fook's head by a fraction of an inch. And he is going to make a claw attack. Fook gets swiped by this claw. Bobby knew! No. And as soon as he see sees what happens he gasps and immediately reverts back to a human i'm
5: sorry i'm so sorry i'm so
1: sorry oh oh man. oh so sorry man it happens
0: fook oh hank and your stupid ideas
1: i got hit by a spear because of fook's stupid idea and then i panicked and then he panicked so it all traces back to fook you're
0: both stupid
3: jillicent grabs Fuane by the hand and runs with him, and they both jump into the wagon. And she is now sitting in the driver's seat. There are two guards left.
4: Fuchs swings twice. The first one bites into the guard on the left, but the second swing of his axe goes a little wild. Uh,
3: the first guard takes it and is very hurt by it. Uh, he's now clutching the, the wound that is pouring blood out. The second one... Grabs your axe by the haft and rips it out of your hand. He throws it on the ground. As the fog is sort of swirling about you, he is standing above you with his sword pointed at your throat.
4: I'm going to want that back.
3: Well, I'm going to give it to you. Oh, thank you. Well, for burial goods. Oh. He's now going to... This is the guy whose sword missed you, and now his sword is right at your throat. He thrusts with his sword, but because he's so cocky about it, he misses. He's trying to go for your throat and it sort of just goes off to the left and he's very embarrassed. The other wounded guard is now going to try to get back into the wagon, but he's going to pass by both Snakey and Fook to do it. You catch this guy right in the place he had been wounded already and just cleave into him, getting some vital organs and there's a a bit of spillage it is there's now the danger that you'll slip in him, as you move through the fog,
4: I hope you learn something from that.
3: He does not reply. <laughs> but now
1: there is only one guard left. Hank, seeing the confusion that his fog cloud has caused, dispels it, and the air clears. Thank you. There's one left. Maybe we can use him. Hank casts Hold Person to try to paralyze the final guard. The guard suddenly goes completely rigid and falls over as though it was a statue.
3: Oh, this this is not good. This. I'm going to leave this out of the report,
4: just so we're all clear this didn't happen, officially.
1: We're going to tell you what to put in the report from now on. You're a prisoner.
4: We're also taking all of your uniforms and your cart.
1: Oh yeah, for sure that. Why and would I
4: have to fill out reports as a prisoner? Um,
1: We may be using you to get through guards. We need passwords and codes. You're a prisoner.
4: I never know if you're saying gods or gods. This time it was gods. Did he say gods? I'm not entirely sure. Like... See you later. No. No.
3: Okay, good. Sort of, you can see his eyes trying to look at you even though he doesn't have line of sight on you. I assume you're the leader since you defeated me. That's what happened,
1: everybody. You know, whatever you gotta tell yourself, that's fine. Just, you're gonna help us get in that city now.
4: Well, uh, we really just need information. I don't think we're gonna take him along, because it'll be kind of suspicious having someone tied up with us.
3: It'll also be suspicious... Having me particularly tied up, not. But if I'm dead, then I can't help you at all. And Wait, why also, are you
4: particularly?
3: Because I'm a guard and I'm known. I'm like I'm a sergeant.
4: What's your name?
3: My name is Brian Grumpo.
4: Well, Mister Grumpo, have you heard of Hank's children? Is that is that a show? No, no. I got Axel
1: family. I got I got my wife. Sarah Brody, I got my son, Luke Brody.
0: I assume they're as ugly as him, just small.
1: Alex Brody. I, I really think great that, thighs, probably. I'm sorry. I think I, they're beautiful.
3: I don't know your particular family. We, we didn't know each other before. I'm not forgetting you, am
4: I?
1: No, I don't think we've ever met. I'm just saying you haven't you haven't seen someone who it looks like they're my family.
4: All right, so how difficult is it to get into this city? Quite. But if we're dressed like guards...
3: You're a gnome that is a very good that's a dead giveaway I would say dead lost a giant snake uh gi- dragon but it's very impressive. how did you guys get dragons on your side
1: but if we put them in the wagon and then I'm sitting out front in a guard's uniform no one will think to check the wagon
4: or I could be hidden as a captive inside in case they do take a look yeah or we could
0: just kill them all before they see us coming no just me
3: She's not the leader, right? No.
0: No. no. I don't believe in hierarchy.
4: Oh, God, I'm the leader.
1: No, no, I mean, we're just a a team. We're all equals here. Wait, aren't the
3: dragons the leader? The dragons should probably be leading you guys. You would think. Jellison pipes up, we're doing this as a favor. This isn't really a permanent thing, but I do like to be on the team. I'm a
1: team player. Okay, so hypothetical, you're the god working on duty. With
4: an R and an O. The
1: the R, the A-U-R-D. Guard. Yes. Okay. So this guy, not you, this guy, uh, Brian, you're the guard working on dirty at the door. When we come up and I'm driving in your armor and then everyone else is inside in the wagon, what would happen?
3: Well, I doubt you would pass inspection because I am known to the guards at
4: the gates. Oh, so can we make it... I've got a disguise kit.
1: Oh, well, Actually, um, hey, Foyan, you can... You don't have to look like that, do you? You're picking your form when you turn human.
3: But you don't like my form.
4: No, I'm not saying I like. Check work. out
3: these guns, yo. But you guys to... don't even know what guns are. Yes, what is a gun? These are guns, and he flexes.
1: But hypothetically, if I said, "Do you want to look like this guy?" You could.
3: Yeah, I could do
4: that.
1: Actually, you guys, the dragons could look like all the gods, and we could pretend to be
4: prisoners. All right. So now we just need to know if there's some sort of secret handshake or a password the god has to say.
3: Yeah, tell us your secrets! She says, shaking him. I'm aroused by hands. Oh, do What is Look, it with hands? Not
1: your secrets, like the city secrets.
3: Oh, 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 I wish I hadn't said that. Yeah. Uh, sure. Well, they...
4: they Fook is Fook is rubbing his beard with his hands, very overtly showing his hands.
3: They, oh... They are waiting for me to return at the end of my shift. If I come home, come back early or late, it will appear suspicious and I'll have to file a report explaining Look how
4: tiny my hands are.
3: That's actually the opposite of what I like.
1: Oh. Hank sticks his hands right in the guy's face. Oh. oh. What time are you supposed to be back? Two hours. All right. We got all the information we need from this guy. Don't kill him. Wait, really? I wasn't going to. That's all... Well, do you got anything else you want to say? Well, how much do you know? Very little. Actually, yeah, no. Story time. Nothing else to say.
3: Got it all. Now I'd just be telling you what you already knew.
1: Hank slides his hands towards his face. And Fook searches
4: him.
3: Uh, you find he has a sign-in sheet. He has hour like He's keeping a tally of the hours worked by each of the other guards, um, like Sam and Ruben. And Daryl and Jet, uh, that were the name of the other guards that you killed, uh, has their hours worked over the past week. He's just keeping track for payroll purposes, obviously. Uh, he has a duty roster where he's basically he's just on patrol every day. It has his sort of start and end times and points of farms that he has to go check. he That's really all that you get. You just get an itinerary of his day and his week.
4: Well, we should still turn this in, you know, for their families. Yeah, no, the working guys. I mean, and gals. Yeah. Well, well, no, not on this list. on this list. Wait, what what's with no women?
3: The women are working in the factories.
1: I don't be like that. Is that some sexist bullshit? Yeah, she's the best killer we
3: got. I'm I I just said they're working in the factories. I'm not saying I had anything to do with that decision. Wait, what
4: sort of factories?
3: I I don't know what's going on in the factories. I just know they belch out all that smoke and Wait, the soot's
1: everywhere. You
0: don't know what they make in the, fa- the I'm not factories. guarding the
1: factories. I guard the farms. And what are the farms making? Uh, he sort of
3: looks side to side. Is uh, Again, only his eyes can move, but he looks to the fields, and there's obviously wheat. As much as someone who can't move their neck, you feel that the eye roll is moving the, every part of his body. <laughs> and he doesn't answer that one. I just check the farms to make sure that everybody's producing and is present.
4: What else do we need from him? Oh, is there anything we should know about your life that they might ask about, like your wife, your children, anything like that? They spend the next hour just quizzing him on his life.
3: He hasn't seen his wife and kids in nine months since they were requisitioned for factory duty. He likes to chat with Sterling at the door about uh, sports, even though there has been no sports for a year since the massacre. Uh, He begins to even give you uh, some basic uh, background on what went on in the city, which would have been very important for you guys to have asked about. And even though you never typically ask these questions today, finally you did. After the massacre of Mamers and their fans started a giant riot, it is called the the Mage Handball Massacre. Uh, A huge section of the city was burned. Uh, There were perhaps hundreds of deaths. Uh, The site of the Tabor Hill Grounds Field just is a giant sinkhole now. Everybody thought it was perhaps tied to the orcs, so the city used it as justification to expel all non-human residents and impose a travel ban. All goings-on in the city are now tightly regulated. There are these giant, huge factories that were built very quickly, very shoddily. They're very dangerous. And no one on the outside really knows what's going on. The workers on the insides are kept in the factories. They don't leave. There are wagons that move from the factory to the tower district, and no one is allowed in or out of the tower district.
4: Well, that's good news. Your family's probably just child labor. I mean, they're good
1: workers, so, you know, they'll be safe. They'll follow. They'll wear hard hats. They'll be safe in there, I think. They're good, they're good, they're good at uh, repetitive tasks. I get Luke to do like um, to make crafts, and he'd always make really good paper chains.
4: Fook stopped listening several sentences ago. Yeah, as did everyone. Hey, what happens to the gnomes? When the city retracted its protection,
3: I guess they retracted the oppression because I haven't gone through and beaten up any gnomes lately. Uh, we don't really mix or mess with them. They don't grow food, and they. In fact, I think there's some giant weird dome around there now.
4: Ooh, sounds like things improved for them then.
1: Did they ever catch or kill Coney? Who? Coney Wetbottom? He was like an uh, evil elf wizard. Wait, he was a pawn shop guy? That guy too. He was both.
3: I don't, I would, why would I know about a pawn shop owner? I mean, he's got that weird voice and that strange hat and he used to go through yelling about his wares all the time.
4: Used to, so where would he be now? I, I
3: don't know. He's probably laboring somewhere.
4: Well, we'll try and track him down.
3: Most of the market district was shut down.
1: Well, thank you, Brian, for all your helpful information. Uh, we will be impersonating you for a while. Okay,
3: uh, are you guys going to let me go?
1: Oh, no. No. Are there some bushes nearby? Let's find some bushes.
3: Everyone can see from miles around you that there's farmland and then the city
1: in the distance.
0: Why don't we just roll them into some wheat?
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hank rolls, Brian... Into some wheat, and then he chops them down to make like a pile around him so that he's hidden under a pile of wheat, still tied up.
3: You pile into the back. You put on the uniforms. uh, You have to clean them out a bit because of the... Well, two of them are just real goopy. And another one has a big slash mark that has to be mended to show that he wasn't eviscerated. And you are, after cleaning up the mess... You are now riding in a nondescript, perfectly normal-looking guard wagon with three typical guards, including Brian, who we were just speaking to, as though nothing had happened, and a couple other guards who just look—who hopefully
4: will pass as new recruits. And nothing Fook is wearing fits him in any way, shape, or form. And that's why, Bobby, we don't attack people who are in our group. Or cast obscuring mists around them so that they can't do anything.
1: Sometimes the obscuring mist is a good thing, sometimes no. it's a bad thing. It's hard to figure out.
4: Has it ever helped us?
1: Yeah, I thought it helped on the bridge when the guy was sending to chase us with a horse. What bridge? You see, you don't remember. It's worked so many times, you just don't remember. Mm. Can't argue with that.
4: Well, once we get to the city, I'll try and be a little quiet just because I think my disguise is not as thorough as it should be.
1: Yeah.
3: So as you get closer there, this used to be almost a suburban area. There were never really massive walls around Tudor like some other ancient cities had because this was a city that has been destroyed and rebuilt many many times over the centuries. And now you can see that there is an earthwork that has been built up around it, a huge ditch. Only a few passages through it. It would not be easy for any large group of people to make their way over this ditch unless they got through the easily defended checkpoints. And you come upon one of these checkpoints. There are several
1: guards and a large bar to stop the way. Hank, sitting up front next to Thwain double checks in with him. So you remember all your story, all the things that Brian did in his life. It would be very obvious that
3: you're whispering in my ear right now. That looks weird. Why are you doing
1: that? Maybe I can't a the close.
3: Why don't you just scooch over a little?
1: Hank scooches over.
3: The guard hails him. He has a name tag Sterling on his chest. So, Brian, back from the fields. Everything normal today? No trouble, I assume. Sure, yeah, right, no trouble. How's it going? Good thing about sports, human sports. Right, right, right. Long day, I bet. Long day. uh, Any got my report all set up for you. Right, the reports on the long day. Yeah, the hours. The hours worked for all your men, checking in, checking out. And I assume that you got all your checkpoints signed off on as you went by the farms?
4: Fook is rapidly signing all of the places where signatures seem to be required.
1: And Hank reaches backwards into the wagon to grab the papers from Fook.
3: Yeah, of course, got them them all right here, all in order. Uh, No time theft today. That's a thing, right? That's a human thing, right?
4: Fook is still trying to blow through the area from the back to dry the ink as as Hank is holding onto the sheets.
3: Okay, uh, everything's in order. We're just going to take this to the
4: place where we put this wagon. Wait a minute. I think he might be an imposter. Shh.
3: The guards are getting are a little weirded out, but they don't, speaking with uh, with the guy that they recognize, he sounds right, he looks right. They Just something else is off. The guy beside him doesn't really look that familiar. Hey, uh, that's not Daryl beside you. Who is that? Could have oh. sworn Daryl came out with you.
1: Oh, Daryl got real sick. Uh, so I had to switch and fill in for him today.
3: Wait, you're a farm
1: guard? No, no, no. I I we switched um we switched before we left, but you just didn't notice cuz uh I was in the in the wagon at the time.
3: Pretty sure I flirted with Daryl this morning.
1: No, you uh you were so uh preoccupied with your lines. You actually said them to me. Said some very funny thing. All
3: right, all right. What were the lines I used?
1: Oh, you were talking all about my butt. You, you were quite fond of my butt.
3: What no, specifically? Hank, you have a terrible butt. About your butt, did I say?
1: Oh, you liked. It was. It was more about the density than the volume. You really thought that it was. It was a firm butt, as opposed to a big butt.
4: From the back, Fook suddenly yells. What is the delay? We have to get this report back to the manor. Yeah, no, uh, th- Wait, is there can, some, can, something happened out there? Something uh, no. you're not telling me? No, what? these people don't have the rank to find out about this. Get get us moving. Wait, who's back there?
1: It's, uh, it's just, uh, If we're delayed any
4: longer, heads will roll. Just, just
1: Reuben. He's, he's, he got a cold, so he's got a different voice. But we gotta, yeah, there was some confidential stuff. We gotta get to the manor.
3: All right, it sounds like you guys probably have something important, so I'll let you pass through. Uh, will I see you guys at the, at the party?
1: Oh, yeah, no, uh, uh, remind me when it's supposed to start.
3: Two days.
1: Oh, okay, that's good. And that's still, uh, it's still at the, um, oh, what is it called, uh... Barracks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, sorry, just ran out of words.
3: Yeah, they told us we'll have a break in two days. Why aren't we moving?
1: I'll see you next time.
3: The bar rises up and you're allowed to pass through the ditch, and you can now see on a sort of ground level that the houses have a lot of damage in them. There's trash everywhere. There's not really anybody around this sort of outskirt of the city, and you can see in the distance there are a lot of larger buildings spewing smoke out of giant stacks, obscuring in the distance the Tower District, which you know to be the seat of the city's power. And coincidentally, as you enter the city, as that bar lowers behind you, you don't hear the sound of a bar lowering. You hear the sound of almost thunder. And one of the towers in the distance is falling.
4: Ooh, welcome home, Hank Brody.
2: This has been Caverns and Comedians. Dungeons Dragons-powered storytelling with Toronto comedians. Starring Scott Thrower as Fook the Paladin, Lee Cameron as Snakey the Ranger, Maddox Campbell as Hank the Wizard, and Kyle Scott as the Dungeon Master. This has been a Kicks and Giggles production, created by Kyle Scott and Maddox Campbell, with editing by Maddox Campbell, themed by Derek Baldwin, and engineered by Andrea Miller. Find out more at cavernsandcomedians.com and don't forget to like, rate, and share. Thanks for listening.
3: So he's a silver. So let's just just say the word silver a bunch of times, and then Maddox now gets to drop that into. I don't. I haven't written down as a gold leaf, but if, if there's a slight chance, I just just might change. He that. made a
4: silver or dragon egg. Silver. Yeah. <laughs> just make him silver. 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 Silver, 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 silver
0: silver, silver, dragon, Silver.